Hey everyone, welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life in business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. So let's do it. All right. So for our first episode, I'm going to tell you why I decided to start this podcast in the first place. I'm going to talk about what it means to own your authenticity, and then I'm going to share with you my two biggest fears in putting this out into the world and one goal that I have set for this podcast. So let's dive right in. Um, For starters, why did I start this podcast? I feel like I have survived a lot of challenging situations in my life. Um, And most people that I do meet and talk to and hear my story and hear, you know, what I've gone through and how I've dealt with it, I usually get the, oh man, you should write a book oh man, you should write a blog. Like people should hear this. (laughs) And it kind of made me incredibly uncomfortable at first. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, hey man, like I really did go through a lot and maybe, maybe putting that out there would be beneficial for me in some sort of therapeutic way or beneficial for someone else. So here we are. (laughs) I've decided to start a podcast. Um, The last year, this pandemic year, it gave me the opportunity to sit in my feelings. And when I say it gave me the opportunity, it really just forced us all to sit at home and be able to do nothing but feel all the things or find ways to cover them up or ignore them. And I mean, if you're like me, that first month was really rough. You know, we went from working outside the home to, you know, dropping our kids off to school and picking them up six hours later or whatever, to them being at home trying to navigate using laptops as a second grader and fourth grader. And me as a teacher, which that's a joke because I am not an educator and I have immense respect. Even before the pandemic, I had immense respect for teachers. And now, Y'all should be making millions of dollars and just swimming in gold. That's how amazing you are. I just want to put that out there. But what this pandemic did, I mean, we are a year into it now, almost exactly a year by the time we're recording this. It forced us to sit with our feelings. Couldn't run away. We couldn't distract ourselves with going out to dinner or shopping or whatever it was that you would distract yourself with. So... It definitely forced us to address some things. Um, And in this last year, we have leveled up in some ways. And well, in a lot of ways, we were lucky. We, you know, we were lucky that we were able to afford our rent and not go into crippling debt over it. We were lucky that we were able to afford food. And that is not the case for millions of people. So I just want to say that I do understand how how lucky we are. And in that space, um, 
you know, we went through some pretty serious transitions. We, um, we decided to set some boundaries and because of those boundaries, you know, we, we ended some relationships because given that opportunity to sit and think about like, what, what, what am I going to do when pandemic is over? What am I going to do when we come out of quarantine? Do I want things to be exactly the way they were before? Was that serving me? Was I, was I doing the best for me before the pandemic? No, I was not. And it took being forced to sit with all those feelings to realize, hey, some of the people I'm surrounding myself with are not good for me. So that was a pretty harsh realization that we had. And because of it, some relationships ended. And, um, and that gave me the time to sit and turn and internally reflect. And upon this deep, intense reflection, in addition to a lot of work, a lot of internal work, because it's not just, it doesn't just come, you don't just feel your way into something being better. You work at it. You you work to discover the why and the root and un- understand things. And then you work at changing them to make it better. So all that being said, this is why I'm starting a podcast. After doing this year of work, I realized that what I was doing before was not what I needed to be doing. It's not what I'm called to do. It's not what I'm supposed to do. This is the beginning of what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to share what I've done, what I've been through, how I, how I handled it, what I did well, and what I messed up so that hopefully it helps someone else. It gives someone else a realization or it gives someone else the support that they don't get from whoever they're surrounded by now to do that work for themselves, to find that time for themselves, to reflect, to ask why, to get to the root of what we're doing and either say, okay, I'm, I'm doing it right or holy crap, I didn't realize I was doing it so wrong. I didn't realize that something is missing. Um, so that's kind of where we're here. And, and when we talk about the title, Owning Your Authenticity, I, I'm a big believer that words have such strength. There is such power in the words that we choose. That's why when we, you know, learning to communicate with a partner or in a friendship or with your children is so incredibly difficult sometimes because words have so much weight. And while a word may seem small or insignificant to me, it can be you know, super powerful to someone else. So learning how I communicate and how other people need to be communicated to is a big deal. So the choice of words, owning your authenticity, took me a while. I had to do a lot of introspection. I had to sit there and be like, what do I want people to understand with this podcast? So let's dive into the words a little bit. Owning something, I know when we were kids, it was like, oh, own it, own own your wins, own that soccer game, own, own your body type. Owning it means you're the owner. Owner, the definition of owner is one who has the legal or rightful title to something. Obviously, we're not talking legal battles here. So one who has the rightful title to something. And that's you. But what are we talking about owning? We're talking about owning our authenticity. Authenticity, the word coming from authentic, means true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. 
And these three things, personality, spirit, or character, are usually rooted in the expectations we were given as children. If you think back, you know, your personality, you develop your personality. People think, oh, my personality is just, I was born this way with this personality. But that personality has also been developed over time by your reaction to things as a child of like, oh, when I do this, people laugh. If I make a joke, people laugh. And them laughing, making people laugh makes me feel good. So I lean into I'm the funny one and that becomes part of my personality. Or I'm the responsible one. You know, when when shit hits the fan, people look to me and I'm the one that fixes everything. And when I fix things, it makes me feel good. So I'm I'm the responsible one. So we learn these things as children and then we we take them into adulthood with almost no time or explanation given that maybe what we were as kids or what we were told to be as kids doesn't serve us in adulthood. And and we so often just breeze past that transition period and all of a sudden we're we're out in the world and we're paying rent and we're working our jobs and maybe you're in college, maybe you're a mother, maybe you're you know, an entrepreneur. But have you taken the time to stop and think like who I've have grown and developed to be? Is that who I wanted to be? Or did I just develop in those things that were told to me to achieve as a child? Was I raised to fill this role? Or was I or am I embracing the role that I've decided is best for me? The role that creates the life that I'm going to have? And so that's a lot of what we're going to talk about here. So when you put those things together, owning your authenticity means that you have the right to define your own personality, spirit, or character. And oftentimes, there's plenty of people out there that if they listen to this, they're going to sit there and be like, okay, well, you know, as a kid, I was always told I, I, I grow up and I find my person like for a lot of for a lot of women out there. I find my person, I marry that per- man is what I was taught. And and then we have kids and I get to be a mother and then those roles are what's supposed to make me happy. And if you are that person that was raised that way and grew up and and did all the things right, checked all the boxes and you really are happy, then kudos to you. I am I am happy for you. I am stoked that that's how your life was supposed to go and you got where you wanted to go and now you're embracing that as a reality. That is awesome. Chances are, though, if you are listening to this podcast, that isn't your reality and you are looking for that voice saying it's okay that what you thought you were supposed to be doing is drastically different than what actually works for you. It's okay. I'm 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 going to give you that validation right now. Let me tell you right now. If you got to where you were supposed to go, which is what I did, I got to where I was supposed to go, and then you realize like something is missing. This is not the life I was meant for. That doesn't mean you don't love your kids. It doesn't mean you don't love your partner. It doesn't mean you don't, you know, you're, it doesn't mean you're miserable or chronically depressed. It just means that you you got all these things then you're like, "Wait a minute, is this it?" I, th- I thought there was I thought it was supposed to feel different. I thought there was supposed to be a little bit more oomph to it. If you have that nagging feeling that there was there's something a little bit more that you're supposed to do. This is the podcast for you. This is why I created this podcast. 
because I had that feeling and I was in that space and I'm like, it's something's not right. So throughout the duration and life of this podcast, we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about it's not just going to be, oh, me sharing my story so you can connect. I'm going to share with you work that you can do, like books to read, podcasts to listen to, steps to take that can help you sit there first and evaluate. Let's evaluate where I'm at. Do I feel like I'm owning my authenticity? Do I feel like right now in my state with everything I've accomplished until right now that I have defined my own personality, spirit, or character? Or do I feel like I grew into what I was supposed to do and that definition is lacking? If that's the case, keep on listening. We're going to give you some tools. We're going to give you some actionable steps. And we're going to provide you with a lot of value that can help you every single week. So moving on to the real topic of this podcast, this episode is two fears and one goal that I have for this podcast. I'm going to be real honest. My first fear is a very common one, and that's the fear of failure. I fear that I'm going to put this out there and it's going to go nowhere. It's going to help nobody. And I'm going to be that blithering idiot, assuming that people want to listen to me. (laughs) But that's that's just my conditioning telling me that, hey, man, you're you're just going to fail and it'll just be another long list on the things of failures that you've done in your life. One of the reasons I think that failure is such a big weight on my heart is that I was raised with an example in my father of a very strong work ethic where you don't, you don't fail. You don't call in sick to work. You don't not show up. You show to work you go to work and you do your job every single day and, and you do it well. And anything less than that is a failure. And that's where you should be ashamed. If you fail, there's shame. So I look back now, my dad worked in a manual labor job. He worked for GTE for only, not only, almost 30 years. And, you know, as an adult, what really resonated with me is like, you get up, you go to work, you never quit. You never rest. You don't rest until it's done. And looking back now... I have to take the good and leave the rest. So what I take from that is to work hard. What I take from that is to do your best, to put out your best effort and your best version of that job. My dad did it at the expense of his health and his happiness for a long time. So he worked at the expense of taking care of himself, at the expense of going to the doctor. It was like, nope, I got to go to work. I can't make a doctor's appointment. My dad set a very beautiful example of what it means to work hard, but he did it at the expense of his health and his happiness for a long time. And I look at that as an adult and I I have the ability and the right to take the good and leave the rest. What I take from that as an adult is to work hard and work hard at something that fuels you. What I don't take from that, what I've left to the side, is doing it at the expense of my health and my happiness. Um, I, I have a chronic illness that was undiagnosed for almost two decades. It has recently been diagnosed, but, you know, I was so busy working through the pain or working through 
whatever was stopping me. And I did that at the expense of my health and happiness for a long time. And it took me taking a step back to realize that my dad did instill a very strong work ethic in me, but I had to let go of the part that was hurting me. And you have that right. So I have this big fear of failure from how I was raised, but I'm putting it out there that I don't think failure is a bad thing. I don't think failure is the end all be all of a goal. Failure is part of the journey in getting to that goal. So to me, failure is an opportunity. Does that make it less hard? No. Does it make it less shitty? No. Does it make it hurt less? No. It still feels all those ways. But we can make that shift in our mindset to say, hey, man, like this didn't work. And now I know that. Um, My ex-husband is in the uh, biopharmaceutical field. And one thing when he was writing, um, researching and doing his master's is the thing about science is that you don't fail. You learn however many ways not to do something. I don't know who it was that said that. I'll figure it out and put it in the show notes. But, um, you know, it's not failure. It's that you're understanding a way to not do something. And if you shift your mindset into that state, you're like, okay, cool. I learned a lesson. And now when I try it again, when I do it the next time, I'm going to do it differently because I understand that this doesn't work. So that's what I'm doing here. My second big fear with this podcast is imposter syndrome. And my goodness, is that an aggressive feeling? Um, so f- imposter syndrome is basically doubting your abilities and then feeling like a fraud. Feeling like you like I don't have the right to sit here and tell my story or I don't have the right to give you advice on becoming authentic or or understanding yourself or the work it takes to get here. And I mean, it's a pretty scary feeling. It's like, why, why would anybody want to listen to me? Every hero you have or person in your life or someone you look up to is just another human telling their version of the human experience. So imposter syndrome shouldn't even exist because the truth is I am the only expert on my life. I am the only expert and the only person of all time that has ever experienced humanity in the exact way that I have. So I'm not saying I'm, I don't have a degree. I don't have a sociology degree. I don't have a psychology degree. I am not formally educated on any of the things that we talk about in this podcast. But I am educated on my human experiences. And I believe that if sharing my story can help another human realize that their experiences have more value or that they can do more or that they can lean into something and feel more whole, then that is my authority. That's what gives me the right to share my story. So lastly, I want to talk about my goal for this podcast. And the truth is my goal is just to keep showing up. My goal is to keep showing up because honestly, that's one of the things I have struggled with most in my life. And I'm not talking like showing up for work. I am a recovering workaholic. We'll put that out there and that'll be a whole other podcast later. I am a recovering workaholic for sure. But when it comes to something doing for myself, I've always been able to put it on the back burner and say, oh, well, I have to I have to do more things 
for the kids first. I have to do more things for work first. Instead of saying, hey, I need to do my personal work first because that will make me show up better for my kids or that will make me show up better for my job or that experience or as a friend or whatever it may be. So I know it's going to be hard. I um, Some of the things I struggle with are dedication. I, I was of that mindset like, oh, I'm just, I don't have that dedication in me. And the truth is dedication is a series of habits that support what you want to do. So I'm working on that and I'm happy to work on that openly with you guys. Um, but I just want to say my, my goal is to keep showing up. My goal is to keep showing up and give you honest weekly content that has worked for me and I hope can work for you or help in some way. So I've laid out a few ways that I'm going to achieve my goal because doing that deep work and understanding myself and what I struggle with and finding actionable ways to do something is kind of what we do here. So number one is providing weekly content. So I am going to release this podcast every Tuesday of every week. And that consistency is what you can expect of me. And that's what I'm expecting of me. So that is step one in achieving my goal of keep showing up. Step two is valuing truth over polished perfection. And we live in a very um, Instagram-y <laughs> world where you can throw a filter on it. Don't get me wrong. I love filters. I use them on my Instagram. No shame. You can see it on there that I'm using a filter. I don't try and hide it. But when it comes to this podcast and the, the work that we're going to do here, it needs to be kind of a raw truth. And so um, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, look at me. I've got it all figured out. I have so many more goals to achieve. I have so many more steps to level up. I have so many more things that I'm going to do in my life. I just want to be really honest with you guys so you can see that these things can happen, but trying to fake it before you're there isn't going to be the way to do it. So providing you guys with the value of truth over polished perfection is, is one way that I'm going to keep showing up authentically. And the last is I'm going to set some accountability for myself. Um, number one, I'm going to make sure that my fiance and, you know, my close circle of friends holds me accountable. So if, if they're like, oh, the podcast is coming out, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I gotta, I gotta go record that. <laughs> and I'm also holding myself accountable to the person that I'm going to be next week, next month. I, I have this, this trajectory that I want my life to take. And I believe that continuing to show up for that next phase of myself can be a motivator. So I am setting my accountability for the other people in my life and for myself, for this version of myself that I'm working towards being. And I think that's a really big deal. So as we move on, I want to say a couple ways you can get in touch with me. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Owning Your Authenticity. And that's also where you can send me a message if there's something you want me to talk about or if there's something you're struggling with and want to hear a little bit more about it. Shoot me a DM, shoot me a message, or you can also go to owningyourauthenticity.com on the website. You'll see a little bit about me and there will be a spot where you can put 
your email in and just send us a message of a question that you want answered or something that we can talk about, whether it be on the podcast or maybe we can address it on social media. Um, So definitely find us on all there. And of course, if you found value in this episode, please screenshot it and share on your social and tag us at Owning Your Authenticity. Obviously, we totally appreciate the support and the love. And if you want to be notified of future episodes, just make sure you subscribe and that will help us to make more as we go forward. So thank you for joining me this week. I so appreciate your time and your energy. And as always, we wish you a great rest of your week. Until next time. Thanks for joining us.